Hello, what divines us listeners? This is Reverend Matthew Schultz without Rabbi Abram today. This is one of our shorts that we're going to use from time to time. A lot has been said recently on the topic of abortion because the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. It was the strategy for a long time and eventually we got here. Some topics are harder to touch on than others, and this is one that I avoided speaking about in church for a long time, and also in public. That may just be cowardice, it may be caution and care, I'm not sure, but it got thrust to the forefront by current events, and I felt like I couldn't avoid the topic any longer. So I brought it up in church, and it went pretty well. I didn't get a bunch of feedback, in fact, no negative feedback, a lot of support, and you never know if people disagree quietly. I don't mind disagreement. In fact, I encourage it. It's not good to avoid uncomfortable topics. And in our denomination, which is the PCUSA, Presbyterian Church USA, there are a few flavors of Presbyterianism, and that's mine. In ours, we have a a guiding principle called mutual forbearance, which essentially states that people of good conscience can disagree on important topics and still love one another and be in good standing within the church. That having been said, our denomination has been officially pro-choice for decades. One of our official statements says states should not be involved in creating hurdles to accessing abortion. No law should impose criminal penalties against any person who chooses a physician or who performs a medically safe abortion. No law should sanction any action intended to harm or harass those persons contemplating or deciding to have an abortion. Typically wordy for the Presbyterian Church, but it means we are pro-choice. I agree, personally, with this pro-choice position. And because of that, I'm really troubled by the Supreme Court decision, and I'm hoping that legislation can be enacted soon to rectify that. I know that our own Senator Murkowski is trying to promote such legislation right now. Some of my reasons for believing this way. Number one, science has not discerned a starting point for personhood, for when life begins. Some call that insolment when the soul enters the body. Science doesn't really have a clear stance on it, so it's hard to legislate something that is filled with gray area like that. But of course, that's not for me to say. That's for science to say. And if they were to decide that, I might change my positions. But from the religious perspective, that's my bailiwick. Religion also has not clearly established when life begins. This is where it becomes a real hot potato within a church or within a lot of communities. A lot of people will point to certain Bible verses, but please trust me when I tell you those are taken out of context, being used to prove a point that the original authors did not intend it to prove. Many, many Jewish and Christian traditions hold that it's the moment of first breath. If you think of the word inspiration, that means the spirit entering into The breath and the soul and the spirit are often all considered the same thing. So the first breath of the soul is when a lot of places, uh, religious contexts, consider life to begin. And as a nation that believes in religious freedom, we should not say that those people are wrong and forbid them from acting accordingly. Abortion outright. To outlaw it outright leads to suffering and trauma and death. Being forced to carry an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy to term can cause extreme physical and emotional and spiritual turmoil and pain and trauma. If this were not the case, it would be a different conversation, but it is. 
I didn't even touch on bodily autonomy for women. We've had guests on the podcast that spoke to that more clearly and more directly than I could or should. Within this context, I do, of course, believe that abortion should be rare. I think, like most people, I believe that there are times when it's wrong, that there are times when we should not have it happen. However, I also believe that that should not be my choice to force on others. That's my opinion from the sidelines, but I can't force that on a woman who is experiencing the pregnancy herself. If it is our goal to make pregnancies less common, we know how to do that. We know exactly what it takes. It's not outlawing abortions. Lots of places have tried that, and it's not effective. All they do is outlaw the safe ones. If we really want to reduce the rate of abortions, the way to do that is through improved health care, free birth control, and thorough sex education. It's my hope that this is a goal we could work toward together in that regard. Those are things that should be desired and wanted across the board. But alas, it's not. I'm real happy that our church is able to be supportive of events from time to time, because down on the park strip is where those events take place. It's a great public area, and our church is right on the park strip. We recently opened up our building and our parking lot to people who were attending the Planned Parenthood rally. And there were so many people that seemed shocked and amazed that a church would be open for a day like that. Some were shocked and amazed in a happy way, saying, thank you for this. We didn't expect a church to be supportive. Others were shocked and amazed in an unhappy way and said, I can't believe you are so evil as to do this. There's still a large, large gap between the yeas and the nays. And I don't see a lot of bridges being built. And I don't know that I know the way forward to do that. Sometimes all we can do is continue proclaiming what we believe is the best path forward. And in time, the percentages and the majorities swing. Currently, pro-choice does hold the majority. 53% of Christians in the U.S. believe it should be legal. Just amongst the mainline Protestants, that's up around 65%. And I think if you put in people of all belief systems, including atheists, that that number rises even higher. There is hope if we keep on working, keep on voting, keep on proclaiming. There is hope. Hope to see you all soon. Take care.